Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. And I'm Cal Naughton Jr. Let's talk about kids on leashes. This is Dirt and Sprague. Fire Safety Week is right around the corner. And here are a few important tips you might want to listen to. Wrapping your kids in newspaper at bedtime sounds like a good idea. Keeps them warm. But guess what? That stuff's flammable. With Andy Dirt Johnson. Hey, we've all run around with an empty milk jug full of gasoline and lit it in an open field. But make sure there's a parent close by. And Brendan Sprague. What's better than a nap? A nap with a cigarette. I know. I do it. If you're going to sleep in bed, make it a hammock. So if it lights on fire, you fall down and wake up. Dirt and spray on 1080. Fire safety begins in your brain at home. The fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The fan, 99.5 HD2. The Odyssey app. At some point in the final hour of the show, I'm going to fill out my bracket during a commercial break. <laughs> Take me about 90 seconds. I'll tell you who's going to win the whole thing. I tell you what, I might do the same thing. That's all you do. I mean, uh, nobody knows. You know, I don't know. I'm excited I mean, for it. Literally, though. nobody. I, I just nobody knows. Even if you watch college basketball, you don't know. No, people that watch college basketball actually tell you you're probably better odds to beat them than them winning it because yeah. it's so unpredictable. I remember one year I entered a big bracket challenge that had a nice payout, and I I legitimately spent like three days researching my picks. Numbers defensively, key players, injuries. What a waste of tournament time. experience! Like I, I poured a ton of energy into filling out a bracket, and I think I was out of contention for the bracket challenge on day three of the tournament. And I thought, I'm never. Why? That was the dumbest waste of time I've ever had in my entire life. Only ten games really matter in a team <laughs> season, and nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody so does. here we go. Single elimination, man. That's the beauty of it. So we'll fill out our brackets here uh, during a commercial break, and make sure to stay tuned because we're giving away Snoop Dogg tickets. At some point in the final hour of the show, uh, my team is going to the NIT. I hear that. Did I hear this correctly? Oregon's going to the NIT. Yes, you are a number one seed. Okay, nobody cares. But should you be upset if your program turns down an invitation to the NIT? No, because <laughs> North Carolina. Well, my team did too. Turned down an invitation to the NIT. Yeah, we were invited. Oh yeah, Oregon State was was right there on the brink. Got sent to the wrong OSU, but, you know, it's uh, it happened anyway. Hey, both of our programs are proud CBI champions, okay? We hang those banners. Back back. We hang them up in the gym, baby. You, know, you got to brag when you can brag. Uh, would you be upset if Oregon State turned down an invitation to the NIT? No. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe you would. Not upset, but, like, disappointed at the chance because I, I know who you're going to bring up here. There is a big difference between Oregon State and the school you're going to bring up because the school <laughs> that you're going to bring up was in a situation where they probably should have won the championship given the returning talent 
Whereas my school is playing yeah. like all freshmen, and they should take advantage of more opportunities to play. That's fair, but can't you make that argument? So if you don't see North Carolina, who came in as the number one team in the country preseason, everybody picked North Carolina to win the championship. They got all the way there last year. They fell just short, and they returned essentially their entire team. And it was this kind of cool story in college basketball. This is the first time I can remember a big-time program essentially returning their entire lineup and roster. Like, I know these guys. Because the only thing I watch in college basketball is a tournament. So that's the only time I get to see him. North Carolina was in the tournament for a long time. Like, I know the names. I know the faces. I know the players. This is exciting. And they just, they stunk. They sucked butt all year. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to the tournament. And then Hubert Davis, their head coach yesterday, released a statement and was like, yeah, we're not going. We don't want to do the NIT. We don't want to do it. But I guess to your point on Oregon State, like, doesn't North Carolina also have young, like, even if your big-name guys don't want to play, like in a bowl game, for example, mm. don't you got some freshmen that can get a little experience in the NIT? Uh, you do, I'm sure, but I that's just not... Programs like North Carolina don't need to do that. That's not yeah. some... That, this is for Pittsburgh. This is for Oregon State. This is for Oregon. This is for Arizona State if they don't make the tournament. You know what I mean? Like, these are... There's levels to this NIT stuff. <laughs> Wisconsin, go to the NIT and have a great time. <laughs> North Carolina, yeah, uh, no. we'd rather save face than claim an N- an NIT championship here. <laughs> They're not they, preseason number one to NIT champion like that. That would have been laughed at. So I I think there's like Kentucky, Carolina, Duke, uh, Kansas. It's like fair to turn it down. Yeah, there's a handful of programs that it's just like they're a, they're above the NIT. The NIT means nothing. It's just extra playing and practice time. How pissed do you think the TV partners of the NIT were? Like that would have that Carolina. would be ESPN. Yeah, that like, would be ESPN. Uh, we just lost <laughs> like four or five North Carolina home games. That I we think they aired. knew. I think like, they knew going in they weren't going to get North Carolina. I also wondered, like, and I this might be controversial to some because hey, it's college athletes. Like, let them go play. Like, d- does this begin the trend of us saying we we don't need this? The NIT or any other basketball tournament other than the NCAA tournament, especially considering the fact that when when are we going to get thirty more teams in next year, two years from now? They want to go up to like 90 teams. Yeah. So all these they, North Carolinas yeah. are not even invited to the NIT. They're all borderline bubble teams in the NCAA tournament. Is like an 87 If they go to 96 teams, there is no need for the NIT. How many teams go to the NIT? Uh, 32. 30, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So now the CBI turns into the NIT. No, and the NIT turns now into if CBI. You, yeah, yeah. That's and then CBI goes away. Or does it? Do we get like five and twenty-two teams going into the CBI? Well, don't forget no. the breaking point for Craig Robinson was he entered into a tournament called the CIT. That's right. There's another one. He said I would never. After they won the CBI, he said we're the going tournament, or we're not doing it. <laughs> and many were like, "Really? The NIT comes calling? You're not gonna do it?" He, they weren't even good enough for the NIT. They got invited to a tournament <laughs> called the CIT. Which was co-founded by his agent. Big fan of the CIT. And he reversed course pretty quick and was like, we're actually going to play Radford at home. And they lost to Radford and then he was fired. <laughs> in front of 46 people. In front of 46 people. <laughs> Who wants to go to that yeah. game and watch that? Like, I mean, is, is this the beginning? of? I kind of hope that it is. Like, Why do we do over? this? Yeah. No, it, you, you're bringing this up like this is some newfound idea or thought like the nit's but when was the last time the nit was relevant 1984 i mean it hasn't been in forever. oh by the way they've moved the final four of the nit it's no longer at madison square garden where it had been forever it's going to be played at the orleans in las vegas where the wcc and the WAC conference tournaments are yeah held. let's entice people to go to uh, vegas so they can gamble on the damn thing instead of playing it in madison square garden with like 300 people show up 
It, it's an irrelevant thing. No offense to your team. Your team had a borderline hey, hey, season. Number one seed, bitch. Uh, yeah. Get you one of these. Now you have expectations. You better win the NIT. A lot of pressure on them this week. Uh, fire Altman if you don't. Very fill excited. Matt Knight Wednesday oh, night hosting the Anteaters of UC Irvine. Sell out. Bring it, UC Irvine. Jesus, have they ever filled up? Matt Knight Arena. <laughs> no I think fan. the women's team has a couple of times. Okay, so yeah, there you go. Put, team uh, USA. Yeah, Sabrina Yanescu <laughs> put butts in the seats. She did. Yeah, yeah. she did. Bronny James hopefully will too, but we'll see on that. I mean, come on. Let's be honest here. I don't care what eight people on Twitter tell me. No, nobody cares that the or like Oregon doesn't care. No. About the NIT. No, I mean, I don't care about the regular season, let alone the NIT. So, <laughs> But I did see that. I saw, hey, they're a one seed in North Carolina just flat out. That was a hilarious press release. Like They didn't even give an interview or a statement on it. They just, here you go. Yeah, we're not going. We don't We don't care. Somebody texted in for UNC uh, to experience all the hype and be entitled and then sucking is probably better than a few games of winning the NIT. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not wrong. So it is uh, It is college basketball postseason time, and I got to get ready to fill out my bracket. I'm going to do that here in the final hour of the show. Um, um, hey, how about this? This is kind of cool. We yeah. don't we haven't done ticket giveaways in a long time on this it's, show. It's been a hot minute, as the kids would say, since we did one of these. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Uh, right now, caller number 5, 503-864-6326. You're going to win tickets to go see Snoop Dogg, who is coming to the RV in-style resorts amphitheater with da, 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 Wiz da, da. Khalifa. Too short, more and G. The concert is on July 8th. And uh, again, caller number five, you're going to win a pair of tickets to the show. 503-864-6326 and you can go to 1080thefan.com for complete details. And I believe we're going to have these to give away all week. Uh, I am under that assumption as well. I mean, you can go and do it doggy style and then blow the whistle. <laughs> Look at that. If that if you so choose. RV in style resorts amphitheater. Yeah. They got a new name. I like that. That's a that's a name. That's a name yeah, right that's there. That's a that's a na- you name a place, you're naming it something really unique and that sticks out, that's for sure. Hey, Snoop Dogg in town, and uh, we're gonna have those tickets to give away all week long. So good luck winning whoever wins it. Uh there you go. That's enough college basketball talk. I'm gonna fill in my bracket in the commercial break. Let's get back <laughs> to the NFL. Things that people care about, because there was another trade. Is it a good trade uh for the team that went out and got a corner who f- slid a little bit last year? We'll talk about that next on the fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, the challenge of filling out a bracket one commercial break. I'm almost there. I'm in my last region down of the Sweet 16. Yeah, and it's not it's not the who should I pick. It's more like writing it out just takes longer. That's all. That's, that's all yeah. yeah, if you click through it, you can do it in 25 seconds. But when you got to write out the teams for every single pick, it, it can take a minute. Uh, the trend that I'm noticing in filling out my bracket, just off of instincts only, <laughs> uh, is I, I'm going with the win college basketball was cool bracket. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm almost in my final four. I'm ready. Okay, you ready for the final four? Yeah, go ahead. Right out, hot off the press. Okay. Okay. I'm going. With, this is. I'm going to entitle this the Bill Walton bracket. Okay. Uh, the final four is going to be Arizona, Duke, Duke. Indiana ah, and UCLA. Okay. My final four is not quite that. Uh, I have got Marquette, Bama, Miami, and UCLA. So I've got a one seed, a two seed, a five seed, and a two seed. I got no one seeds in my final four. That's problematic. No, it's not. Chaos, baby. Chaos. The odds are not great for that. (laughs) There you go. I'm going to go Bama, UCLA in my title game, and I'm actually going to take the Bruins. Ooh. I mean, imagine if Nate Odes has to stand up there and get the trophy. Nate! Yeah, don't let it happen. It's been an up-and-down year for you for various reasons (laughs) in which we cannot talk about right now. But what would you say about your team's culture? You know, we overcame adversity. It was a really hard year for us inside that locker room. So uh, there you go. Our brackets are filled out. He said it was a bump in the road this year for culture. That's what he said. That was the phrase he used, bump in the road. Bump in the road. Yeesh. Uh, shout out to, by the way, and Ryan in Oregon City for winning the tickets to Snoop Doggy Dog. Is that the whitest thing I could say? Snoop Doggy Dog. That's the whitest. That's pretty thing white right say. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he's going to that concert on July 8th, and we're going to have more of those to give away as the uh, as the week goes on. Somebody is asking uh, if we can do a golf blue balls two minutes from dirt on the weekend's tournaments. I do want to get to Scotty Scheffler here in a moment. Oh, I had a baseball. I didn't get to it, but I had a baseball. Oh, you got a baseball note too? Blue balls for you. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay, well, we can do my my uh, blue balls in the upcoming segment. Uh, let's get to the other trade that happened, though, in the NFL. So we're Patrick Mahomes tweeted, this is going to be a wild week in the National Football League. Wild. And uh, we saw the number one pick get traded on Friday. And then we saw Jalen Ramsey get traded this weekend. Uh, evidently, he was manifesting this and wanted to go to Miami, wanted to go down there. I Probably the say, uh, the uh, the taxes in California and Florida had a little bit to do with it. I think he's going to be taking home a little more cash. He's a Florida guy, too. Remember, he's a Florida he guy, too. Florida State. And, very true, very yeah. true. So he's getting traded. The Rams have dealt him to the Dolphins, and all it took was a 2023 third-round pick, which is the 77th overall pick and a tight end that I've never heard of. They're going to restructure some of his contract. They had to fully guarantee the first two years of his remaining, I believe, three years on that deal. So basically saying, I got you got to guarantee me this money in order to execute this trade. He said he prayed for it to happen. It happened, and he's very excited. Jalen Ramsey, is this a needle-moving trade for the Miami Dolphins in the AFC, who were a playoff team last year that were a ton of fun to watch until Tua's concussion problems bit him? Hey, they say God works in mysterious ways, and if uh, he prayed on it and got it, I'm sure that was it, and not the fact that, reportedly, he was telling uh, the Rams, I only want to go to Miami. People were wondering, <laughs> why why did the Dolphins get Jalen Ramsey for only a tight end nobody had heard of and a third-round pick? It was reportedly because he was saying he only wanted to go and play uh, with the Dolphins. Mm. You know, look, his production, if you look at his his 
advanced analytics, he slipped a little bit in man-on-man coverage. He was dominant two years ago and had a really rough year last year. He's 29 years old. I think another part of this, though, is uh, they were not a good team. I think part of this is the Rams defensively took a big step back. I think offensively, obviously, they fell off a crater from where they were. Cooper Cup got hurt. Matt Stafford never felt his, his arm because he had elbow problems. Aaron Donald got banged up. Like, they weren't good defensively. And what happens to any cornerback dirt if your pass rush is not elite? You get exposed. It's going to be tough. You're only going to be able to defend for so long. So I, I, I'd imagine he fell off a little bit from where he was. But I still think that's one of the best positional players uh, in the league at where he plays. And so I saw this move by Miami, and yeah, he's got a big cap hit. He wants an extension. Miami's winning now. Dolphin fan can't really be upset. Maybe they're upset the quarterback position's going to be Tua, and God help them that he doesn't get concussed again yeah. because if that happens, you're Skylar Thompson. Maybe they want a different quarterback. But I think for the most part, what you saw in your one with Mike McDaniels and what they just did with trading for Jalen Ramsey, I think it's kind of what every fan base wants, right? Even if he's not the premier at the spot, him in that secondary, and there's you know some reports that Jordan Poyer wants to go play for the Dolphins. He wants to go to tax-free state. I believe he resides in the state of Florida right now. So, you know, maybe they can bolster this a little bit more, but they're addressing a need. Uh, he's one of the best. He's not necessarily the best, but he's one of the best. I credit Miami for being aggressive. This didn't cost them a whole lot either. Yeah, I love, too, like early in the offseason, we had to deal with the whole, are they going to go try and find another quarterback? Are they going to be aggressive? Do they want to trade to us? Is there a better answer out there? And I, I don't know. I Maybe this is misguided, and, and this might be an old takes exposed in like a year or two. I, I thought Tua deserves the opportunity to return as your starting quarterback. The health thing is a major concern, and you want to make sure that he stays, you know, concussion free. Easier said than done, uh, because he's obviously had his problems there. But when he was healthy, I thought he played well enough to show you that he can be a good quarterback in this league, and maybe even a guy that's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Like some of these contracts are going to get handed out to Burrow and uh, Herbert when they end up signing, uh, you know, eventually Trevor Lawrence. Like they're, they're going to get those monstrous contract extensions. If you're Tua right now, let's say he goes out and has a similar year next year, the concussion problems don't linger. Like you're not going to have to pay that guy $50 million a year to keep him. So you can, can you get him on a cheaper rate with a smart offensive coach, be aggressive in other areas to try and improve your roster and, and find a way to win. Like Miami is one of the best teams in the NFL last year until their quarterback issues started to bite them slowly as the season went on. And so the fact that one, they're sticking by to I like, and the other part of it is like when you got these young quarterbacks, you don't want to ask them to do everything, like find a way to get better defensively. They have one of the best corner tandems now, I think you can argue in the entire NFL. And so you take a huge step in that regard on the other side of the football, especially when you're going to have to play guys like Josh Allen twice a year and Stephon Diggs and stop those offenses, man. Like, I don't know. I, I thought this was a good trade for Miami. You should be in win now mode because you had a very good year last year. You finally got something out of your young quarterback. So continue to improve your roster and find a way to compete because the AFC is going to be a gauntlet. I, I also, I, I'm a little, I, I think it's a little comical. Uh, the Rams quickly learned you can't just F them picks. No. Uh, the Rams were. Well, I mean, they won a Super Bowl, though. So. No, no, no. I know. But there's there is an in-between here, right, where they did it a different way. And I remember doing segments where, like, is the NFL going to copy this? Like, how valuable? And I, 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 I'm one that I would trade a first-round pick for a proven commodity that's elite. But I also can understand that you, you need some draft capital. 
Uh, you have to have cheap, to inexp- in inexpensive talent on your team. Man, they hadn't picked in like the top 100 of the draft for like three or four years. Like they just right. they weren't one of those teams, and they win the Super Bowl, and then they chant "f them picks," and a year later they're shopping their quarterback. Aaron Donald's contemplating retirement. McVay's not sure how committed he is. Then McVay says he's back. And what are the Rams doing now? Go look at it. They're acquiring a ton of draft picks. They're rebuilding. They have to rebuild because they can't go get all these guys. They can't keep pushing contracts to the back burner. Uh, they're, they're, they're paying for their, uh, their sins a little bit here. It got them a Super Bowl. But now it's a league where you can maybe restart this thing and win in two years. Maybe that's what you're looking at in L.A. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I, I think as a fan, I would trade, you know, however many years it's going to be a rebuild, I would trade that for a Super Bowl. Sure you would. Like, you yeah. tell me five, six years, you're going to stink. Like, dude, give me a Super Bowl. Because yeah. even if you're consistently good in those five, six years, there's no guarantee that you're going to win the whole thing. It's incredibly hard uh, to do that. But they're going to have to they're going to have to make some tough decisions. This is just the start of it. They trade Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. We had one other trade that just came down. I'm, kind of a random one for me. John Smith just got traded to the Falcons for a seventh round pick. Yeah. So the Falcons are adding another tight end to put with Kyle Pitts and the Patriots are removing one of their weapons from their offense for the young quarterbacks. So. I don't know what Atlanta's Atlanta's a weird <laughs> team, man. Like Drake London's there and he's a, I think he's fine. I don't know if he's elite uh yet. I I just I know they got Cordell Patterson and they thought maybe they'd be in Lamar stuff, but they're clearly going with Desmond Ritter. Their running game was pretty nice. Yeah. Uh but I, just, I don't know where Atlanta resides in. Maybe they're just doing the slow rebuild and see where Ritter gets them. I mean, they should be doing year. the Lamar Jackson thing, but for some reason the NFL is colluding against him and doesn't want to give him a fully guaranteed contract. That is, um, yeah. So. I mean, look at Lamar. <laughs> that's happening. Lamar not having an agent has hurt him. I don't think there's any argument against it. I, I think it's also clear as day the NFL is in cahoots together to say, of course it is. We're not doing this anymore. Um, but then again, Herbert and Burrow might get the absolute Deshaun Watson bag. Uh, yeah, maybe they will. Maybe they'll get the fully guaranteed deal. I, I think this is a league-wide, let's put the foot down and not agree to any of these kind of contracts. And we'll see Burrow and Herbert even try and demand that. Uh, but l- the entire league is colluding against Lamar. Well, Burrow has to get more than Deshaun Watson, doesn't he? Like, Lamar, we can argue, MVP, I I like him. I think you can win with him. There's a lot of pushback on that. I understand it. I, I saw Burrow. some takes on Twitter last week, and I this was one of, like, you always have those topics that come up, and you're like, I kind of wish I was on the air today. Some of the Lamar slander I was seeing on social media last yeah. week was driving me bonkers. It's a bit much. Like, I get it. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not no. Joe Burrow. No. He, but he can do things. Jalen Hurts is not already better than Lamar Jackson. That is an idiotic take. He's 46-19 and 19 as a starting <laughs> quarterback in the National take. Football League. Like, yeah. I, let's give a little respect to this dude. And, oh, by the way, Way. Give him A.J. Brown in the best offensive line in the NFL. His, his general manager like publicly admitted he sucks at drafting wide receivers. Nobody has spent less over the last four or five years on offensive talent in the NFL than the Baltimore Ravens. Because they've been sliding on the Ray Lewis and Ed Reed Super Bowls that yeah. won them uh, you know, 12 years apart. And like, hey, we know what we're doing. Eh, do you? I, I, I don't know. Because you're not giving your quarterback a whole lot of help. And as Peter King noted, it's in a weird spot. It is Deadly quiet in Baltimore right now between Lamar and the Ravens. And I, I just think it's odd. But, man, if Burrow is like, hey, let's pay me now. Let's get ahead. You'll save a little money if you do it now. The Mahomes contract looks great right now in hindsight. Well, he's he's actually not very far away from being extended yeah. again. They'll probably just give him another $500 million deal, <laughs> and he'll make a billion dollars in his career. <laughs> but if you're Burrow, like, Burrow doesn't strike me as you know, big diva guy in the contract regards, but how if you're Joe Burrow's representation, are you screaming, 
I don't care what you owners are deciding to do behind closed doors. Joe Burrow's making 240 guaranteed. He's gotten you to conference championship games. He's gotten you to a Super Bowl. He's winning the division. And he's only, what, 25 years old? Mm-hmm. Like, what are, what are we doing here? Give the man more than Deshaun Watson. If he asked for it, I, I'm with it. you got to have to pay him. Uh, we'll see how that goes in the league. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, by the way, one other quick NFL note, they've already had to readjust his contract. So they, it sounded like, front-loaded a bunch of uh, uh, signing bonus for him for the upcoming year of 2023. $36 million. So they freed up $36 million in cap space for the upcoming year. And it has adjusted his future cap hits because you can't just do this without pushing it a little bit further out down the road. You know what his cap hits going to be from twenty twenty four to twenty twenty seven? No, sixty three point nine six million dollars. His cap hit. So this year his cap hits now down to nineteen million. So they save space mm-hmm. to try and go spend some money this week in free agency, and then it's going to be sixty three point nine six for three straight years until they can finally get out of that deal after the twenty twenty six con or season. The thing people noted when they signed him to that deal, and we know that that was a out of desperation. He doesn't want to come here, but this will get him to decide Cleveland over what was it, Air, uh, Atlanta and Carolina. I think were the two teams. What happens if his year is not good again? I'm sorry, he's too old. Like he missed. He was horrible last year. Awful. Horrible. They we don't talk enough about how bad he was. And he missed two years. So maybe that's the rust factor, right? Two seasons off is a long time to be missing football. Man, if he plays like that again, they are gonna be having a huge problem in Cleveland because they're gonna give him a ton of money. Mm. And I don't think there's gonna be a trade partner involved because he's what? Is he thirty now? Thirty one? He's getting up. He's been around a long time. No spring chicken. They've won those championship games a long time ago he'll turn 28 this 28 year. okay so, so he's, he's a little younger than I to thought. 30 yeah but still like 28 29 you play bad again I, I don't know how many teams or organizations are gonna view you and go yeah you're gonna get better you <laughs> sucked for two years but you'll get better <laughs> so that happened today in the NFL it is the it is gonna be a busy week Patrick Mahomes says it's gonna be a crazy week hopefully he's right uh, the NFL is always king lots going on here early on a Monday let's get to Scotty Scheffler's dominance Sprague's got a baseball blue balls for me that I kind of want to talk about I'm excited for this we'll get to those coming up next okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, the Players' Championship was this weekend. One of the most recognizable holes on the entire PGA Tour. 17 at TPC Sawgrass. I I have to admit, one of the funnier things I saw this weekend was at that tournament. Uh-huh. Taylor Montgomery is not a name I knew. Okay. And on 17 on Sunday, he hit in the drink. Yes. He then chipped off. Uh, he chose the alternate chipping area, not drop the traditional zone. one. Okay. Uh, not the traditional drop zone. So it's behind the hole, which is a downhill chip. And he, of course, hit it too hard. That went into the drink. Uh-oh. His second chip barely hung on. He walked off. He was at seven under. He walked off with a quad. He dropped a three under. Cost himself about like seven hundred thousand dollars. That's a big loss of money right there. Yeah. Do you see what Aaron Wise did? I believe it was on Friday on eighteen. Yeah, he put four tee shots in the drink. Yeah, I think it was three. It was shots. Thursday. Yeah, th- yeah. We discussed that. I think. Yeah, you keep saying four. I watched the highlight. It I was think three. It was yeah. three. It was just three. Yeah, I think he ended up with three. a ten on the hole, which yeah. was the second highest score <laughs> ever on the hole. <laughs> Uh, and that that took him out of the running to make the cut. He, he was actually playing pretty solid up until the eight. Well, seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, he bogeyed seventeen, yeah. and then it took a ten then, on eighteen. Yeah. He set the record for the longest putt, and then that got broke yesterday when uh, <laughs> Davis yeah. hit a seventy-seven foot putt <laughs> on seventeen. Well, Scotty Scheffler won, and again proving you know the golf is in such a great spot right now that you're just kind of rotating like, oh yeah, he's the best player in the world. Oh yeah, he's the best player in the world. You've already done it with Rom. Uh, Rory McIlroy was obviously finishing where he did last year, and here comes Scotty. Scheffler. He he joined Tiger and Jack as the only players ever to hold the Masters and the Player Championship at the same time. And he also became, that was his sixth win on tour. And the only guys that reached, uh, that got win number one and win number six in a quicker span in the history of the PGA Tour. Uh, David Duvall did it in 322 days. Jack Nicklaus did it in 322 days. Tiger Woods did it in 273 days. Those are the only guys that have done it quicker. Scotty Scheffler just won his sixth event in 392 days, and it was a masterclass in dominance where guys weren't playing that bad around. Like, you got a lot of guys that were 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 under that were kind of in that range, and he he just ran away with it like a, like a racehorse not looking back yesterday, and it was incredible. So since the waste management last year, not this year, last year he is 4-2 and two when he's in the final grouping going into the tournament. There's that air of dominance around him. Um, like, when he's in that mix, he's not going to lose this. He's not going to lose it. He's got the experience now. He was playing with Sinwoo Lee, who is a guy that's fighting for his consistent tour card to stay on the tour and he's a good player they were tied at hole eight he beat him by like 12 strokes <laughs> just ran away from it i man. mean he was he was a machine and and 
I, you know, you you had just gotten back into town, and I I might have spoiled it for you. I didn't mean to, but oh no, I was following along. I DVR'd it just in case it was crazy, and I wanted to watch. I ended up watching a little bit of it yesterday. So I'm I'm watching this. I'm sitting down. I'm doing some show stuff. I'm getting ready for Selection Sunday, and it's three o'clock, and I'm like, I was still glued to it. I I love to watch Dominance, and you know, you people know this. Listening to the show, we we've we're pretty heavy and we golf in our spare time. Like I'm watching it more and more and more. And even in the midst of him dominating it, clearly being over, there was nobody that was flirting with him. Hatton went in at 12 under. He separated himself by five strokes. I couldn't stop watching. I watched to the end. He hit 17. He had a par, went to 18, saved par to stay at 17 from like 12 feet. Like I, he, it's, it's just, it's really unfortunate. He's so damn good. Rom is good, and Rom is interesting to me. Rom talks; he speaks his mind. He's fiery. He's fiery. Of course, yeah. Scheffler just—it's just not in his personality. He—he's—he's he's paint drying, and that's an, it's, it's a little unfortunate for the sport. You—you you don't have to love the sport less because he wins, but it just—it's nice when the guy has a little personality. He's just kind of a machine, and that sucks. But watching him golf, I mean, geez, Louise, the shots he hits. He was just dialing like five straight birdies at one point. <laughs> yeah, starting at eight, he just took over. Unbelievable to watch it. I think he was one over through the first seven holes, and then birdied eight, birdie nine, birdie ten, birdied eleven. It's like, okay, there goes the tournament. It's all over no matter what you do the rest of the way. He just he took off from there. And there is something to like him being boring, I actually kind of appreciate because I like having everybody's different. Like he was asked what he was gonna do to celebrate after winning yesterday. You know what he said? Go to a cracker barrel. I don't know what he said. <laughs> well his grand his eighty eight year old yeah. grandma was there following him around. He was like, Well, I think grandma's got some food back at the house, so we're gonna go back and he just went in his grandma made him a home cooked meal and that was it. Like everybody has their different kind of thing. And so I, I love that he's boring. He's kind of a nerd. He's kind of a dweeb. He's for I don't sure mean a those defend yeah. you know offensively. Like that's just who he is. He you know he, he, when he was in full swing he's walking around with his wife drinking iced coffee. He's like he's just kind Kind of a goofball, <laughs> and he's a dom. He's the best golfer in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, I also need to call out Joe Fisher for an ass take that Rory McIlroy isn't that good. Like, what are we doing here, Joe Fisher? What are you getting a Joe Fisher take from? He tweeted it this weekend that Rory McIlroy's like maybe a, he's a top twenty player in the world. That's it. We got to stop putting Rory on this pedestal when he was literally the best. He golfer won for the, the thing yes last year. He, FedEx. He did. Yeah, he uh, was the, the best golfer, golfer for the, the entire world. year and uh, yeah. number one player in the world. Yeah, five and, wins last year. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he's dominant. He's as good as these other guys. He just hasn't won a major in a while. John Rahm's only won one. Scotty Scheffler's only won one. When they get to Rory McIlroy's major count, then maybe we could talk. I, I don't know. I just I had to call him out for that Jeez. ass take. That fired me up. I saw that. I didn't want to respond because well, I was Rory, off of social media. Look, but. Rory, I have become a huge Rory guy. All right, I, I didn't hate Rory, but I just was kind of like, okay, the Rory thing. He didn't win for a while. But I love that he defended golf so firmly. I love that he represents it. You know, he's a likable dude. All his interviews are great. Um... You have to acknowledge he is off to a bit of a weird start this year. I watched I watched as much as I could with him before the the, the cut, but he just he was just not himself. He just mm-hmm. could not find it. Now I know that course. That's is the PGA really Tour, man. John Rahm's that weekend's like that. One hundred percent. Where did Rahm even finish? I don't even know where he finished. I don't, he I don't fell know. off. He the withdrew. Map. Oh, did he withdraw? Oh, he didn't. I didn't see that. I what don't know if there was an injury or something. something probably yeah. embarrassment. I mean, that's just golf. I mean, you're going to have weeks where you got it and weeks where you don't, right? You're going to have rounds where you have, That's the beautiful part about even playing the game yourself. You're going to have days where it all clicks, weekends where it all clicks, and days when you feel like you don't know how to swing a golf club anymore. I Yeah. I mean, you have anywhere from Scheffler and Rom being at the top, Rory's had this, to you've got Victor Hovland's, who are just seemingly always flirting with top five and flirting with the lead, and then 
they just can't hit the one putt that separates them. Somebody said he was sick. That's why he was oh, okay. Can we also give a quick shout-out to uh, my boy Tom Hoagie? Did you see Tom Hoagie broke the course record this 62 weekend? 62 on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what he did? He won a cool like $2 million, $1.5, something yeah. like that, where his, where his finishing place was. Yep. Somebody tweeted him jokingly saying, like, this. Tom Hoagie just won a million dollars and watch. He's going to fly home and coach. He took a selfie of his leg sitting in 21C. Yeah. Coach flight, flying home. Tom Hoagie is man of the people. Are we flying for his class or are we paying off the house here, honey? Like, I'm, I'm sitting in the back of the plane with <laughs> You a- set a course record? You're not splurging for no. first class on no. that flight? Can no. I get an upgrade here? Hoagie is a man of the people. <laughs> I he, love it. He looks exactly, by the way, I almost text this to him, but he looks exactly like one of your buds, Dave. He does kind of have a Dave, Dave looks vibe, yeah. exactly like Tom Hoagie. Middle America. Just middle yeah. America. I'm Tom Hoagie. <laughs> Big stocky guy. He's got a great name, and I loved this. There were two instances in the final round. He was hitting out of the bunker on 16 or 15, and as he's about to hit, the commentator goes, this is his uh, uh, 62nd stroke. It's exactly what he had for the entire round, and he was only on hole 15. <laughs> and on his last putt on 18, he was putting for par, the commentator, because they were so bunched up, said this putt probably is going to cost six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and he goes, "These guys know it. They know it when they line up what they're putting for." And he just missed it by like a half inch. Brutal, man, brutal. But a great weekend of the players. Even though Scotty Scheffler ran away with it, I didn't get to my notes on uh, <laughs> on baseball blue ball. So we'll close up with that. Get you set for your night in sports next on the fam. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back in, 849. Get you set for the night in sports. What, what baseball blue ball do you got in your notes? Uh, I don't have a blue balls per se. It was okay. more, uh, I wrote this down on Wednesday when I was longing for you. Have you caught World Baseball Classic fever? A little bit, not much. I, I'm always honest with you about the World Baseball Classic. It does look like an exciting uh, tournament this year. I've seen some weird things like where... Teams, countries are playing baseball teams, and some of their teammates are playing for the country, not yeah. for their own team. So that's been fun. I got to see team. It was crazy watching because I went to one spring training game, which wasn't a spring training game. It was the Giants versus Team USA on Wednesday night. And going to like for people who've been to Scottsdale Stadium, you know, it's like a, it's like Gill or, or what's the. Oregon State's baseball field. Goss Stadium. Goss Stadium. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit bigger than that. You know, it's like a high school, college stadium, and I'm standing there, and it's Mookie Betts leading off, Mike Trout hitting second, oh, Arenado awesome. hitting third, yeah. Goldschmidt, Kyle Schwarber. I'm yeah. just like, what am I watching right now? There's like 5,000 maybe people here watching what is essentially an all-star team. It was kind of a trippy experience. So you basically got to watch Dodgers versus Giants. That's pretty cool. Essentially, uh, and the Giants won. The Giants beat them. Shocking. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
the question I had for you, I my my gambling coach, she went to Florida okay. for the spring training. She's a Red Sox fan, and I have another buddy that went to Arizona right before you, and he mm-hmm. caught some spring training. What was your what's your thirty thousand foot instant analysis of the pitch clock? How did you feel about that? Funny thing, they so didn't do it in they that? didn't do it in that game okay. because it was a World Baseball Classic game. Okay, so the rules didn't technically apply, but teams were working. I could tell like the Giants were working faster because why would you not do it for a game? You want to get used to it for the regular season. It, it flowed incredibly well. How long was the game? If- uh, it was less than three hours. Yeah. I know that. And they had a handful of pitching changes. Like I remember looking up and it was like, man, it's already the bottom of the fourth inning. This is, this is kind of weird. It was just, the game flew by. Now, part of that too, is I don't know if it was on TV. So they were going kind of quick through half innings where it's like 90 seconds and you're back to playing again. Um, I don't know if it'll be that way in the regular season, but I could tell just from not even having the clock in that game, it flowed incredibly well. I know the Red Sox broadcasters have talked about this, uh, where they say basically like we're not traditional baseball broadcasters. This is what I said a while ago. Like, it's not that you won't hear stories anymore. But the time in between and the pitch clock, it's going to change the way the broadcast is kind of brought to you. It's a more up-tempo sport now. And that's what they said was it's kind of rapid fire. So it's like every pitch. I mean, I saw a guy last week. He struck out in 20 seconds. It's perfect. 20 seconds there was a strikeout in Major League Baseball. Go sit down, meet. Some baseball fans, the purists, the old schools, they might not like this. But I think the one smart thing about doing it this year for baseball it's created conversation. It's creating interest. It's creating intrigue. And maybe, just maybe, that will increase viewership the way that they want because you'll get people that are even less baseball fans than me saying, oh, I get a two-hour game. I'm in. Like, I've watched all the Timbers games so far. They fly right by. They're pretty yeah. quick. You know exactly when you turn it on how long this game is going to last. Right. Now, you don't have that baseball because you have extra innings potentially. But I'm with you. I think it's a positive for the game. and I. But you always have to be willing to evolve. And they're evolving the sport. And I think so far the, the reviews have been pretty solid. Uh, no Blazers tonight. No Orlando Magic tonight. That's Those are the two teams I'm watching the rest of the season. Uh, they both play tomorrow. You do have a doubleheader in the NBA. Suns and Warriors, that's the second half of it. Grizzlies and Mavs is the first half of it. Oh, those are two teams the back end. They desperately both need a win. Yeah, now the Suns are without KD for the rest of the regular season, maybe? Yeah, that's Whoa. not great. He slipped in pregame warm Saw that. Um Not great. Not good, man. And, uh, hey, maybe something we get in tomorrow. Chris Beard is back. Are we ready for that? He just got hired at Ole Miss. Yeah. Shout out old <laughs> Ole Miss for doing the SEC, of course, hires him back. Uh, show notes, Chris Mannix at 7.30. Boom. He wrote an article on Dame and the future of Portland this summer and how important it is. And then 8 a.m., Sean Farnham, ESPN college basketball analyst. Somebody who actually knows about college basketball will be on the show tomorrow. And we can tell him that we know nothing. (laughs) We know nothing. We had Angie Machado on this morning to talk Oregon State spring practice. Go catch it at Dirt and Sprague at 1080thefan on Twitter, 1080thefan.com as well. That will do it for us. Thanks for being a part of our Monday. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next for listening to 1080thefan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 